1: That's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, this is Randy Adams. Learn to Behind and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning into KSLR, the word. God bless you. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, let this be a message that penetrates people's hearts, just like acts 237 when it uh, your word, and I'm going to use your word out of the Bible as much as I can. And what does it pertain to their purchasing? What does it pertain to their life? What is it? How can it change their life? How can they see more and give them common sense and open their eyes? Bless each and every one of the listeners to see that I want to be their mentor, to help them every way I can. And that uh, this message will mean something, and they'll learn so much that they'll be able to teach others. And I give you the praise and the glory for the changes in my life, the healing in my life, the heart, mind, soul, body. And that you just bless every one of my listeners. And that's all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I don't... uh, I don't... orchestrate that i don't study it i just let it come from my heart and whatever the holy spirit gives me and so does this show and sometimes i get some great great messages mercy i have to carry a notes around because i get so much there's so much great word in the bible that is so true today and so much of it pertains to the car business unbelievable and it's just like the title of this show is Sparring Partner. I want to be your sparring partner. And we may have a guest speaker come in a little later, but just in case, first half, if you'd like to give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210. 210- 340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Talk to you about anything about the car business, about your personal decisions, what triggers you, what causes, you know. And we're going to talk a little bit about 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 6 through 10. If you want to get your Bible and look at that. Now, how in the world can that pertain to sparring partners and the car business. And if you get your Bible out, it it talks about Paul having a thorn in his side. Now, let me tell you something. We all need to humble ourselves. And when I got on the radio show, and I've I've explained this to you all, really I got on because the Lord was leading me, guiding me, prodding me, pushing me, kicking me. And he he had such a desire in me, I felt like I was going to explode, throw up, or do something, that I had to get on the radio and start teaching. Well, I told you I went through a five-day fast, and through this five-day fast, he told me to take the Bible and put the Scriptures in a book and explain them how it's working today. The Bible's written over 2,000 years ago, and it's still active alive today and people haven't changed a whole lot yes we got cars we want to be comfortable we want to live the way we want to live we want everything our way and we want to make all this money but we want to give it away I explained last week to a guy on a a possibility and he's been listening to my show And he said, Randy, you're right. I've been chasing the value of my Explorer. He said, I make the payment. I know what the market is because I'm in the business. And he's not directly selling, but he helps do condition reports on cars to sell. And so he knows what the value of his vehicle is. He said, I can't get caught up. It loses more than than I'm paying in sparring partner do you want to be somebody's sparring partner see god that thorn in the side of of uh, paul was the thorn that is a, a sparring partner we get i got so big headed when i first got on the radio so many people thank me and praise me and they didn't understand where I'd come from. They didn't understand the growth that I had. And I got a little big-headed. I'm, uh, you know, I got a little prideful there. And then the Lord humbled me because this is his radio show. This is his idea. But he's, he sparred with me for years and years. And I've learned the growth from the car business. I've learned what's going on. I've learned the secrets. I've seen the 55 years change in the business. And let me tell you, let me warn you right now, the changes are nothing the last 55 years, what's going to happen the next two or three years, because overhead's going to continue to go up, and people are just going to be fighting so hard, so hard, so demanding for all the money. And I run across the scripture this morning, and I should have wrote it down, and it just popped in my head how people, and it's it's in Proverbs, how people never get enough. They hang around, they're in that situation, they talk to others, dealer 20 group, they all get in there and exaggerate, lie, or whatever, and it's never enough. But is it ever enough in your life? Dealers never get enough. Do you ever get enough? Are you content what God's given you? You know, he's blessed me with this ability, talent that he's blessed me. It came from him. I could have been born in Africa, living in a hut. My spirit lives. But I'm so blessed to be where I'm at. He knew where I was going. You know, how many times has God protected us? You and your life, me and my life. How many times did he protect you about buying the wrong car? Or did your emotions, your jealousy, your envy take over and you make a bad decision and you regret it? Hey, I've made decisions without enough praying. And if I don't pray enough, guess what? I suffer. I pay for it. And I've learned I need to pray about everything. You need to pray about everything. I used to deal, and I still do, with a a bunch of preachers. And what do they do? I don't know if they think they're under the covering or what, but they jump up one day and they run out and buy a car. And I was talking, when I first got saved, I was talking to so many pastors that owed way too much money on their vehicle. And I'd say, did you pray about it? One pastor in, in, that I dealt with, I, this deal was probably 20 years ago, he wanted a lot more than he could afford, what he could, what would be fit his budget and his lifestyle. And finally we prayed about it and the Lord brought the right unit. But are you asking, dreaming? Have do you do you let your emotions control your prayers? Do you let your emotions handle your prayers and ask for something? You know, dreaming? What's right, what's wrong, what fits your budget? The Holy Spirit will, will direct you in that if you asked him to. You know, I love uh, so many of the scriptures, and I pray a bunch of them every day. But, you know, I, ha- I know the plans I have for you, Jeremiah 29, 10. I know the plans I have for you to prosper you and not harm you. Plans of hope in a future. And when you call upon me and come to me and pray to me, I will listen. And when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. See, that's the key. You know, there's a lot of keys in our life that we don't use. The Bible's instructions for life. And the more I'm into it, the more I'm studying it. And maybe that's why the Lord's told me to do what I want. He wants me to get deeper into the Word to understand, to let you see what you're doing on your next purchases. You know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, It don't matter what it is. Uh, Everything has some value and some a lot of value. And trying to teach you. I've I've realized that now car dealers are even more in need of stealing your trade. And that's why you go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. And describe your car or give me a call. I'm going to give my mobile number now and right at the break, the second break. So get pen and paper, 830 708 4789. It's 830 708 4789. And give me a call. Let me tell you what your car is worth. I'll buy it. I buy all kinds of vehicles all I've been selling a lot of listeners cars. They call me, they tell me what they want. We had a lady that owns a ranch, she needed a fifteen passenger van, and they were surprised that when they signed the papers we didn't add any money to the agreement we had. See, that's the key folks. This I sent a customer to a good dealer and he started putting I, they put initials on everything now, I O T and this and C H D and all this other stuff, and there's there's a thousand and sixty five dollars, there's eight hundred and something dollars, a two sixty three, all these charges. This guy emailed me this. Day. He said Randy, this is a dealer you recommended. I said honestly, I didn't know they were doing this. He said, Do I'm supposed to pay that. I said no, none of that. I mean, even the good dealers are trying to go to that next level to make more money. The Internet has changed so much because you can shop, shop, shop. But you've got to watch out who you're shopping with. You know, I had a customer call me, and he said, Randy, I made a mistake. He said, I found this deal on the Internet that was too good to be true, and I didn't do my homework. You know, you've got to work at it. Proverbs will tell you. You've got to work to get effort and results out of what you do. The sparring partner I want to be in your life is opening your eyes, educating, being a mentor, explaining to you what's going on in the car business. The changes are going to be tremendous the next two or three years. And, you know, I've had so many people say, you know, you've opened the eyes to a dealer we were doing business for 20 years. And now we can't do any business with them because you've educated us, and we see the truth. We see the way they are. We see the way they're treating us, what they're trying to do. And one of them was a pickup, and they they told them their truck was worth $2,000, and I gave $4,000 for it. You know, the they they got to make the money every way they can because due to the Internet, you can shop and get the best price everywhere. Just like I had a caller in the other day, not on this station on another station. Check with uh, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. See when I'm on in San Antonio on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock or go to Facebook, Randy Adams uh, Facebook, and you can watch me live. Tell other people about it back, that's about the only thing I'm on Facebook. I don't, I don't, I'm a little scared of Facebook other than my show. I don't need them to know me personally, you know, what I do. And you don't care what I eat. Really? You don't care what I drive. Really? I mean, you know, I think you learned enough from the first Facebook live show. So what I'm trying to do is show you what's going on in your life. And these customers get in this situation where they f- find a deal that a salesperson, a hard, strong, good salesperson, you know, will, will tell them. And so now you can go to the Internet and get a price. This gentleman I was talking about, he shot, they had exactly what he wanted. So he shot him an email, sent it over there, come back, no price. He said, why not? What's the something? So he sent it back again. Finally, he called him. He said, Y'all not giving me a price. Nope. We won't give you a price till you come in. He said, Why are they doing that, Randy? I said, because they want you on home field advantage. It's this is a game. This is a game for your money. And they're gonna win. If you do business with them, they're gonna win. And so He said, well, they wouldn't give me a price to come in. I said, because they don't want you shopping their price. They don't know how low everybody else is going to be. They can't add-ons when you're not there. They can't slam you in the box and sign you up. They want you on that property, grab your keys on your trade, convince you. They're so strong-selling. They're convinced that they can sell you once you get on that lot. And if they give you the price, it's like a poker player showing their hand. Well, if they won't show their hand and give you a price, let's, you know, what are they hiding? What are they doing? The good dealers will give you a price. Now, be prepared. Good dealers give you a price, but be ready for a battle, a real battle. Gentlemen, I talked to you yesterday. Call me to thank me. I didn't get him the vehicle. He found exactly what they wanted. He got it cut 2,500. How do you save 2,500? Know the market, know the schemes, know the ideas that they're going to fire at you. See, we all have weaknesses. That thorn in the side Paul had, was that sent by God? You know, sometimes we're so proud we're so gullible, God will send a thorn. He'll let Satan do something to us to humble us. I needed humbling, probably needed every day. That's why he beats me up. He loves our his children. Well, I know he loves me because I'm going to tell you something. He, he sends them, them darts at me, that thorn in me. And I, I back up, I pray, I want to examine myself all the time. I want to examine my reactions, my emotions. Do I want to reward myself? Do you have the desire, is there some burning desire, something you've got to own? Why? Why is that in you? The Holy Spirit will reveal it to you if you pray enough and you work at it enough. They'll, it'll show you what your issues are. I mean, that's where I find out my issues. That's why you'll see me come on the radio sometime and tell you what's going on in my life, what the problem is on my life. I'm not perfect. Far from it. Educated about the car business, probably. I know a lot about it. You can ask the auctions. You can ask a lot of dealers. They come to me for advice. And something happened at an auction this last week, and uh, nobody could figure it out. And they explained it to me. And I, and I dissected it real quick. And they said, now that, I said, yeah, look at it. Look at the track record. See, the Lord has opened my eyes. And it's the Holy Spirit, not me. He's using me as a vessel. But about that time, when I get out of line, he'll send a thorn. What is our weakness? Insecurity? Hurt? Have you been Hurt? Were you hurt growing up? I was hurt growing up because we drove junk, bought and sold junk. Well, my pride said, when I get the money, I'm going to have the biggest and the baddest and the greatest. Well, see, everybody saw my pride. Everybody saw my insecurity. Thank you, Lord, for coming to my life, healing me, changing me from a taker to a giver. But I want you to examine yourself. Why do you buy what you buy? Sometimes, and we can afford it. Friend of mine, like I told you, and I, we brought in a truck right now, and my son bought a truck that is gorgeous. It came off of somebody that we know. Paid seventy five thousand for it in two thousand and fifteen. Today it's worth thirty five thousand, and it still looks like new. Still runs and drives like new. $40,000 off. And that's after tax money, so he had to make 50000 to lose $40,000. But he bought him a new one. Here we go again. Now he paid 80000 for a new one. <laughs> but see, you know, why does he do that? He can afford it. He can write off some of it. You know, I love these guys that are in business. I write the whole thing off. Not really, you can only write off talk to your c p a what you pay taxes on if you 're in a forty percent bracket you pay you you can write off forty percent if you 're in a thirty percent you're in a twenty percent you 're in a ten you write that amount off but what i 'm trying to do is see what the thorn what the issue in your life is where the where the weakness is but see that 's what car dealers do, and we 're trained the Education, to training, the last oh, five to ten years are learning how to push your button, how to sell you, where your weakness is, what to say to help you on that weakness, what that thorn in your side is to cause you to do things you really don't want to do, what you really can't afford. And so we're taught to say the right things at the right time to get you to close. And you don't realize it. See, that's the big secret. That's number three book, The Big Secret. I pushed it back because of this book that I'm writing on with scriptures and explaining it pertaining to today. The, it's amazing to me how much of the car business, line cheating, stealing, and violations is hidden. And the public don't know about it? Is it because the shiny of the new car is more important to us than our finances, our money? Looking good to the public, keeping up with the Joneses, is it more important? The thorn in your side, what causes a weakness and what the car dealer pushes that button to get you to close. Do you realize what it is? what it has been, what's your track record lately? Now, we can't look at 20 years ago because the business has changed so much, but what about recently? Has, has the psychology, sociology of the car business, of the training, I mean, there's 100 hundred YouTube uh, training sessions for car dealers. You can go to YouTube, how to buy a car, how to close, how to do this, how to do that. There's 100 of them. And it's it'd be educational to you to go look at a couple of them, see how well prepared they are to take you on, to find that weakness, to close you on that weakness. You know, but as a sparring partner, I don't want I don't want to hurt you. But what I say may hurt you. I don't want to do anything, I want you to learn and be challenged and grow and know that when somebody throws that punch, I was going to wear a punching gloves, but I didn't bring them. I don't have any. And so, boxing gloves. And so when I throw that punch, that, that saying, is that a weakness on you? Well, God will, will reveal that to you. Inner healing. Maybe I'll teach on inner healing again. Because inner healing is those wounds and those hurts and that insecurity in us that we can see when we ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us. And then we'll see when somebody throws that punch at you, well, he's going at my weakness. Lord, what should I do? Holy Spirit, give me the strength, the wisdom, and protect myself. I'm ready for a battle. I'm ready to fight. But you need a fight. God wants us to fight for what's right. God wants to fight for protect our family. You know, because the insecurity that I've had in my life is that I was raised so poor, will I have anything to to live my full life on? Do you think about the future? Make decisions today to pay off tomorrow. That's very important in my do we pray enough to realize what's this car going to be worth? What's it going to do for me? How is it going to work for me and my family? What's it going to be worth in the future? Am I still going to like it, love it? Is it still going to fit my family? You know, we don't, we put our trust in so much that we think about today, but we never think about signing that contract for 72 months. We need to start thinking about that. We're going to see if uh, my guest host is through with breakfast, and maybe he'll call in. We'll see about that. We'll give him a call and see what's going on. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I buy and sell the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, I've been selling a lot to you listeners. Thank you. I'll be glad. And, hey, you know, put me to the test. Find out if my word's good. Examine everybody. Examine everybody. Everybody, and see if their actions line up with what they say. God bless you. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody that's listening. God bless you. Take, text somebody. T- call somebody. Tell them we're gonna have a great second half of the show.
2: Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com.
0: We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR.
1: Hello, this is Randy Adams. Thank you for tuning in to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. dot com. And hey, if you know Steve Sorensen, we're about to connect him on the phone in Corpus in just a few minutes. Call your friends, call your neighbors who love Steve, and tell him he's about to be on six thirty. The word. So be sure and uh, call and text people because I, I've given him a little bit of what I'm talking about, and so maybe he'll come in and. He's always been a mentor in my life. Thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to to so much that he's put in with me. You know, garbage in, garbage out, what somebody just talked about it during the commercial just now. Um, we listen to so much and we believe so much. But that garbage in is most of the time is words, but what is their actions? I buy the good, the bad and the ugly. Give me a call. Uh, my mobile number is 830-708-4789, 830-708-4789. Um, I'm looking for a forerunner for some people right now, looking for a van that the guy's wife's handicapped that we're uh, I think I've got located. Um, I search for stuff. I've got connections all over the country, and I sell all over the country. Um, just sent a car to the Netherlands. Just sent one to Sweden. We sent all over the world. It's it's a small world now due to the internet. But we buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So be prepared mentally, physically for a battle. You know, and I want to be your sparring partner. I want to show you what's going to be thrown at you. I'm I'm in shape mentally, physically, and spiritually in the car business, but you're not. You need the Holy Spirit. You need knowledge. You need wisdom. Knowledge is is power. It gives you the power to understand. But where do we come from the wisdom? Where do we get the wisdom that comes in our lives? You know, when I accepted Jesus Christ, my my tunnel vision went away. And I had tunnel vision. You know, my feelings changed. I was... I see the pride in the car business and I even talked to the number one, in my opinion auction man in the country and we were talking about, he listens to my show and he took my show to corporate with him at a big time corporate meeting because he says you think outside the box, Randy you stay ahead of it, you're trying to help, you're trying to be a mentor so he took it to show what's a possibility that's coming around so but, you know, I want to show you what is really going on in your lap. It, where's the thorn that keeps you humble? You know, God protects us. And sometimes he sends Satan's people to wake us up because they're out there, they're everywhere. And in the car business, like this man said from the auction, I said, what's the number one ingredient that you see the same ingredient in all the car dealers. Where's that number one ingredient? What's the same? And I wrote down pride, and I said, this is what I think. What do you think? He said, pride. See, the car business is so full of pride, they look down on anybody they can't make a bunch of money on, and that's the key. Hello, Steve Sorensen. How you doing today?
3: I'm doing great,
1: Randy. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. I tell you what, the Holy Spirit has gave me so much the last week or or so, and and uh, Second Corinthians talks, uh, chapter twelve talks about the thorn in, in Paul's side, and uh, I I it's I want to put it in my book, but I want to understand it to the max because I think God protects us. But there's little times that he lets Satan do something to us to humble us. am I right or wrong? well
3: no, I think you're right i I think that we've got a a couple of and I use this word carefully we've got several uh enemies, one of them is Satan, one of them is us, and one of them sometimes is God. you know our uh I have to admit that our definition of evil doesn't equal that of God. No, it does. God sees. It. God God doesn't see evil like we do.
1: Right. And so, and so we we we're just God sees it when we miss the mark, right?
3: Well, yeah, but of God, if something's good for us, but it hurts us a little bit, we think it's bad. But it's learning? Oh yeah, it's training. It's developing. Doing all kinda of good things. So we got those those three things to contend with sometimes. We've got us, we've got Satan, and then we've got the Lord.
1: Well, I think us well, is know, the biggest one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Our pride, we greed, and keeping up with Jonas. Yeah. I mean
3: Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. I mean I' uh, that, I get in the way of the Lord all the time. I want to fix things. I want to be productive, and I want to do it on my own, and then I don't trust him enough or depend on him enough.
3: You know, that's the trick, and sometimes that's the thorn in the flesh.
1: Oh, that's Uh, my thorn. That is my thorn, I guarantee you, and I'm in the way.
3: Anything that holds you back from your purposes in God is a thorn.
1: But what about does that pertain to our family too? I mean, if we go out and buy this high-dollar truck or vehicle, and we don't have any money left at the end of the month, is that the right well, thing to do or the wrong thing?
3: Oh, you know that it's the wrong, Randy. But here's the here's a problem. In that case, it's greed is the is the thorn. Lust is the thorn. Sometimes we isolate lust. We us guys do. As uh, just for women, but I want to tell you that we lost over that new shiny Corvette. We lost over somebody else's car. We, you know, it's those kinds of things. And if we don't have our priorities straight, we'll never live a successful
0: life.
1: Well, insecurity will come in there, like I'm not, I don't look good enough around the the world. So I've got to outdo everybody or, or fit in.
3: Yep, yeah, that's another one. And I can tell you that sometimes car dealers are a thorn, too. Oh, definitely. because They're and, trying to derail you so they, they can be successful.
1: And But it's never enough. See, the car dealers never own enough dealerships, never make enough money. You know, it, it, they're not at peace of mind. So they're they're suffering in a way that they don't understand. They think they're comfortable and content. But if they've got that desire to take advantage of the poor and the uneducated,
3: well, I, you know, Randy. Since I've known you, I've even grown an appreciation and a sympathy for the salesman. The salesman is the guy caught between the rock and the hard spot. Uh, he's the one that the the I mean, the owner is putting significant pressure on him. And uh, he's trying to feed his family, and so he comes down and becomes a thorn in our flesh when they're trying to hustle as much money out of us as they can.
1: Cause if it's he, an
3: interesting problem.
1: He, and here we go again. He misses the mark in the eyes of the owner and the managers and may lose his job. Exactly.
3: And so I, there's, a, there's a problem there.
1: Well, and I tell about a friend of mine whose son is a manager. Uh, was a top. I'm sorry, was a top salesman at a dealership, and he called me for a price on the vehicle just like he was buying from them, and I was 1500 cheaper, and he got mad at his son. And I said, the manager told him what he could sell it for. Don't blame your son. The manager's demanding he's got to have this kind of. Well, they could sell that unit for what you've got that one coming for me. I said, yes, they could but the managers and the owners want that much profit or they don't want to sell it. Long story short, they finally matched the price, and he got it, but he was upset at the dealership and his son for a while because he felt like they were trying to take advantage of him, and that was flesh and blood. Isn't that remarkable? That It happens every day. But, you know, the, I'm trying to explain to the listeners the weakness that we have That now there's so many training classes for dealerships and we learn what their soft point is, what their weakness is, where to push the button. So I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be their sparring partner to let them know I'm going to throw a left hook on them and that's coming (laughs) from the dealership. So their eyes are open and they see that left hook coming and they can dodge it or the right uppercut. Where they're trying to hide from on on F and I department, and they slam all this extra stuff on it, just like I witnessed to I, a, a good dealer. The guy sent me the email on the the contract, and they were packing all kinds of stuff, but they don't explain it. They use you know I O C and and T G F and R E S, and they do all these trying to sneak on more payments, that uppercut, and this man, smart enough because he had been listening to my show for the last couple of years, he saw that and he didn't purchase, he walked up.
3: Well, Randy, I think that uh, you've done an enormous favor to uh, hundreds of people that are out there buying cars, and you're educating them, and I I really applaud you for that. I think that people got to get smarter. I I can tell you, I got several people in the car business, you know, and their friends if they want to buy a car. And these are people working on a lot. Uh, they tell their friends, "Call Randy Adams."
1: <laughs> well, I mean, because I can't cut, I can't cut you the deal that you want. Well, and you know what's amazing to me? It's not me. It's what God has protected me from, what God let me go through. He let me go through the evil parts of the business. He let me walk through that pride, greed, and the Joneses trying to keep up with me. And that was the ministry I've realized when I got a little prideful right after I got on the show. He showed me what he brought me through, what he protected me from. And it's not me. But he's given me the desire to teach and be a mentor. Just like you've been such a mentor in my life, I want to be a mentor in other people's lives. and, and well, I hope people are paying attention. Well, and, you know, and I, I, get, I get a little upset when I tell these people and explain it to them, and they don't, they don't follow through. You know, they still let their emotions control their purchases.
3: Right. right.
1: But, you know, it's just you like know. last week I talked about the difference between grave and grace is only one letter. And and uh-huh. during the show, the Lord showed me V is in grave. If you want the victory, you go to grace and really possess grace and understand grace. And the C in grace stands for Christ. So if you want out of that grave and out of those issues and all that hurt and all that insecurity believe in God's grace that he's done for us
3: oh you got it you got it Mr. Preacher you got it
1: <laughs> well uh, and, and, and it, I did I got chills again just talking about it because so yeah. many Christians out there don't believe in the grace that God's given us
3: well a lot of them <laughs> I don't even know how to say this a lot of them are more fixated on what they think they want and what they think they can do and what God can do for them. And I want to tell you, when you bump ahead of God, God backs right up.
1: He gets out of the way?
3: He gets right out of the way. He says, Let's go say, ahead, help yourself, help yourself.
1: You work yourself oh, out of that thanks. mess. Hey, I'm working myself out of one of those messes I didn't pray enough on. I know, <laughs> I know. I felt like, oh, man, you know, I've been, you know, I've been... This is my desire and where I'm working for, and it's come together, and God sent it. And, you know, after I did the deal, I said, you know, I didn't pray on this deal. And so now I'm working my way out of this mess.
3: There you go. And God will get right out of your way. Uh, and when you go to him for help, uh, it's all great. When you don't, it's bad news.
1: Well, I mean, and I think he protects us on so much. And we don't know it. There'll be a day when we see how much he's been in our lives and how much we missed. You know, the, the thorn is not the issue because God's exercising us with it. But when we get in that thorn situation, the answer is to worship God. Well,
3: that certainly is the beginning. But sometimes God will leave that thorn, just like he did with Paul, to be a constant reminder of what you're all about.
1: But Paul learned from you know, it, and it was there. Yeah, he
3: learned, but, but God never took it away.
1: But he still knew it was there. He handled the issue and knew yeah, the, knew the issue, it. so maybe he didn't get himself in trouble because of it, huh? Or did, well, did it did. fade away? Didn't
3: well, you know that, that that ring you got on your finger for being married? Right. That's supposed to be a constant reminder of the vows and the pledges that we've made. And it's the same thing sometimes with a thorn. It reminds us when our thorn is pride and that thorn pricks us, we're supposed to remember. That's what that's all about. I need to calm down and humble myself.
1: Well, I went through that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Recently. Well, a year a year lot and a half ago identify.
3: there you go a lot of people will identify with that uh, that issue because they they have this constant pressure and it reminds us of what we've done and I, that's why I talk about a wedding ring that it it should be a constant reminder of what we're all about and when a guy goes out and he goes to a bar by himself and he slips that off there's a reason for that is he doesn't want any reminders
1: Well, the bad part about a car is that we have to get behind the wheel every day.
3: Yeah, you got to take it home. Yeah, (laughs) you got to take
1: it home. And then, and then I—that
3: might be the thorn.
1: Yeah, and for seven years, eight years of payments. You know, we don't think we we want we want instant instant relief or instant joy, and then it has to carry on for a long time. We don't yeah. think about how long we're going to own a vehicle. You, I asked a lot of customers, well, how long are you going to keep this one? I don't know. I'll keep them a long time. You sure? This one you're going to keep a long time? You know, they don't They don't think about tomorrow. They don't make well, decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. You and know and, how many people are car poor?
3: Well, I mean, they can't take their wife out to dinner because they're making car payments.
1: Oh, I believe that. Or help their family, or give.
3: Or, you know, yeah, buy a bicycle for the kids, can't afford it, got to make a car payment so I can look good.
1: Or give to compassion, help the, the needy children across the world.
3: Yep, yep. So It's that priori- prioritizing again, Randy. It's that thing that, that helps us put things in order to see what's really important in our life.
1: So, so selfishness is number one most of the time or not? Selfishness, I want this
3: well yeah that that uh, that octopus has got a lot of tentacles on it, but uh, uh, I think that selfishness is a is a big one I, I, you've heard me say before, Randy that I think that the absolute uh, common denominator in every sin that we ever commit, can be boiled down to just one thing. Forget about all the sin that you've ever heard about or read about or, you know, dreamed about, whatever. It comes down to this little one point that would eradicate every problem you've got is when you learn to say no to yourself.
1: Dude, that's so hard. You want it's, me to say no? <laughs> it's isn't that it's the simple, first,
3: but it isn't easy. Isn't
1: that the first thing you got to learn to lose weight?
3: <laughs> oh, Listen, I can go without breakfast and lunch a lot, but if I tell myself I'm on a diet, <laughs> something in me wakes up and says, who said that? Who said that? I, I can eat the leg off a table, you know, as soon as I say that. So it, it's, I, you know, it's that ability to say no to yourself. And Randy, I'll even say this, that if you can't say no to you, how can you say yes to God?
1: So you're a people pleaser and the person that you want to please the most is yourself. Yep. And then the thorn, and a lot of people the thorn, their wives are people pleasers and they tell their husband to buy something they can't afford that they don't need. And then yep. later later complain, I told you you shouldn't have bought it. No, you didn't you told me to buy it. Exactly. People pleasers exactly. can be a thorn.
3: Well, I'm going to get myself in a little trouble here Randy, but men, <laughs> men men need to become men again.
1: And become a head of the family. Yep. And look, men need to become Do men. we do we look for somebody to tell us that we're doing right?
3: Well, we that boosts our ego, that gives us confidence, but that's not what this is all about. You do you go to God, get the answer. Do what God told you to do and press on.
1: And but we know the difference. But we and do, those, we do things we shouldn't. We say things we shouldn't.
3: Oh boy, oh boy, you got that right. Is that a that little monster that hangs around behind your teeth? That's, one of, that's
1: something. <laughs> that tongue. <laughs> yeah, the tongue. But I mean, we say things we don't, and we do things that we don't. But what? Yeah. Is that the hurt, the spirit hurt, or is that the pride hurt in our lives oh, that make us do yeah, things that we ego. shouldn't?
3: That's ego. That's ego. We get all messed up with our priorities. I keep going back to that. And the same thing is true when you walk on a car lot. Are you there because you need something or are you there because you want something? That's true. Are you there? Have you got, you got know, the life
1: left? He's got plenty of life you know, left in when you're driving.
3: I know a guy, a friend of mine, as a matter of fact. And he uh, he doesn't have a lot of money, and he said, "You know, I I need new tires on my car." He said, "But I may as well apply that eight hundred dollars for tires. I may as well go buy another car because it'll have new tires on it."
1: Well, he needs, he wants an excuse to buy.
3: I said, "That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. You'd rather pay several thousand dollars than than eight hundred,
1: huh?" I argued with a well, lady. Well, I argued with a lady the other day who has 40,000 miles on her vehicle. She thinks she needs something else, and she, wants to buy the, she loves her car so much she wants to buy the exact same thing, but new. I said, your car's got 150,000 miles of life left, and you want to buy new, just like what you've got, even the same color. Now what? You know, I said, ma'am, you've got a great car. I said, if you just want to make payments, make payments to yourself. And put them in a separate yep. bank account and ignore it, but I, I get the yep. I get people like that all the time, and they don't want to listen to me. And I, I guarantee you, this lady's going to end up buying her a new car. She don't need one, not at all. There you have it.
3: There you have it.
1: And then people. Can and then the dealerships now are training their service to people, to to convince the people that. And I just had another customer call me, said my wife went down to get the oil change, and they sold her a new car. Had 50,000 miles on hers. The car's six years old. The, we just put new tires on it. They told her, you know, in the near future, you're going to need they, they put fear in her life. And fear's a liar, right? There's a song out now, Fear is a Liar. So they put fear in her, and she bought a new vehicle. And her husband, another husband, was was furious. About her buying something that she didn't. It's the second one I've had in two years. But dealerships are, tra- are training their service people to sell on fear
3: amazing,
1: to me. Well, Steve, amazing. it's been great again. I appreciate you calling in and uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and God bless you and your church. He's at Bridgeway Church in Corpus Christi. If you're listening and you're in that area, hey, if I live within 50 miles of that church, I would be at Bridgeway Church. 32, 32, isn't it? Rodfield Road? 3202. 3202. Rodfield Road, right off of uh, SPID. Steve Sorensen, I tell you, he's been a mentor in my life for 20-something years, and he's a blessing. And I'm going to tell you, God will send you some messengers that will help you, and he's been one in my life. He's not been a thorn, except he tells me when I'm wrong, and I need that. (laughs) (laughs) And when I'm off base, he'll tell me, and I need that. Because I'm going to tell you, not all my opinions are right. Sometimes or most of the time, but not all the time. Thank you, Steve. God bless you and your family and your congregation. And especially on Wednesday nights. I love Wednesday nights. Hey, people, you're in Corpus. You need to go to his church on Wednesday nights. You'll be blessed. I guarantee you. We can feed you now. Oh, we man, I miss those. I need a sponsor down there in Corpus so we can get our show back on in, on the air and down in Corpus so I can hit those Wednesday night meals and, and classes. <laughs> your, hey, you feed me both ways, my stomach and my mind. God well bless we you. miss your green beans and your presence. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. I always went and got <laughs> beans from Bill Miller's to have something to take. So God bless you. Thank you, Steve. Thanks,
3: brother. This is
1: Randy Adams. Thank you, listeners. I hope you enjoyed Steve. I always do. Um I like uh, I like being challenged to to know the word of God, but to explain it right, to be on, on target, be on the mark. But are you in your life? This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, I'll sell you whatever you need or look for you or give you advice. So give me a call, 830 708 Thank you, San Antonio. I love you. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. God bless you.